Team Time. Sports around the world. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's Sports Around the World with me, Ben Cullen. The sporting world continues to move forward and all organisations are trying desperately hard to get back on their feet. The greatest progress since the pandemic took over the sporting world comes from the Southern Hemisphere this week. The modified New Zealand Super Rugby competition will get underway this weekend and listen carefully, there will be no limit on crowd numbers when the Highlanders take on the Chiefs in Dunedin on Saturday. The New Zealand government moved the country to alert one earlier this week following an extensive spell of no new coronavirus cases. Alert One lifts all restrictions on mass gatherings, including at stadiums. New Zealand Rugby Chief Executive Mark Robinson said the government announcement was fantastic news for rugby. It is a testament to all New Zealanders that were in a position to lift restrictions on mass gatherings. Congratulations to you New Zealand and the Super Rugby brand. The world will be watching with high hopes and anticipation of fully-fledged sport. Please put on a show for us. The English Premier League has continued its streak of no positive COVID-19 results and is on track to restart behind closed doors on June 17th. Playing in empty stadiums is about to become the new norm and several teams are getting their players used to it. Over the last week, teams have held practice sessions at their grounds instead of at their training paddock, with some teams playing friendlies to give their players a taste of what's to come. Manchester United held a full practice match at Old Trafford on Saturday as they continued to step up their preparations. It marked the first time they had played on home soil since their 2-0 win over their derby rivals Manchester City on the 8th of March. <laughs> UFC 250 took place in Las Vegas this past weekend. It was the fifth fight card the organisation have put together in the last month despite the coronavirus disruption. Amanda Nunes gained legendary status to become the first ever UFC fighter to hold and defend two belts simultaneously. It was certainly a one-sided affair as Nunes punished Felicia Spencer for five rounds in the main event, but they shared a touching moment following the fight when the lioness draped her belt over Spencer's shoulders in admiration over her efforts. In other MMA news, Conor McGregor has announced his retirement from the sport. The notorious one took to Twitter early Sunday morning to announce it, but fans and experts are taking it with a pinch of salt as this is the third retirement announcement of his career. Extreme was the word used by tennis world number one Novak Djokovic to describe the coronavirus safety protocols planned in order for the US Open to take place this summer. The hardcore Grand Slam is scheduled for August 31st at New York's Flushing Meadows. Djokovic said, We would not have access to Manhattan. We would have to sleep in hotels at the airport and be tested twice or three times per week. Also, we could bring just one person to the club, which is really impossible. Following on from last week's news regarding the cardboard cutouts in the German Football League, many sports across the globe have followed suit. Attempting to simulate a crowd has been a task all leagues have been tackling. Everything from adding crowd noise to dressing up mannequins has been attempted. But nothing, nothing comes close to the genius stroke from the Korean Baseball League. They have filled the stands with stuffed animals. You have to go check it out. My personal favourites were SpongeBob, Winnie the Pooh, Stitch and Pikachu. They all look like they're having a splendid time at the ballpark. That's your sports update for the week. We now welcome back Craig Hammond, head coach of the South China Tigers rugby team.
you touched on with the Zoom calls that you were looking to other coaches. I wanted to ask about what sort of coaches you admire, who do you look up to, whether active or retired? What are your sources for your own personal development as a coach? Um, yeah, I've, I've got a good link with uh, Dave Rennie, who has now just been named the Australian coach, um, who used to coach the Chiefs down in the Super Rugby um, and has just finished over in Glasgow. So he coached me back in New Zealand um, and I kind of spend a bit of time when he was at the Chiefs going back to New Zealand and just kind of fly on the wall and, and a bit of kind of nearly work experience. Um, so looking to spend a lot of time trying to analyse their style and, and talk to him. And then, you know, Lee Jones here, which is a mentor to me that's kind of... Uh, high performance manager there um, here in Hong Kong he, he, he does a lot for us and tries to get us out of our comfort zone and push us on to be better coaches so um, yeah still learning and, and I'm still young in the coaching term and, and we've kind of just got to keep improving but yeah there's lots Eddie Jones out there does some good stuff Scott Robinson down the Crusaders there's lots of guys out there that are pretty special in the um, coaching frame at the moment so it's just trying to develop learn a little bit but develop your own style very good um, I guess alongside that um, the game and the laws change very quickly optional laws from the World Rugby Union as well as the general law changes that happen quickly how do you stay on top of that as a coach and how do you feel about the optional new laws coming in with the coronavirus situation um, yeah, I, I think it's positive for the game. I think they've, I think there's maybe eight or ten new laws that you can pick one or two, or you can pick all ten. Some, uh, some of some of the leagues are having nothing to do with it. Some of them are going to take it on board. So I think we've got a meeting in the next week or two with uh, the people at the union just to see whether we want to pick up a couple of those laws. I think there's a couple. We'll, we'll talk about probably the South China Tigers side of it, which is rapid rugby. They they made their own laws and it was a lot faster. There was a, a couple about the scrum sets where you're not allowed to reset a scrum. It's pretty much a free kick, so the game was faster. It was more entertaining. I think stuff like that, that speeds the game up, um, is only good for footy going forward or good for rugby. Um, yeah, and, and some of the stuff around the high tackle law, which I think it has to happen because of the concussions and all that. Anything we can do to make our game faster and more attractive, I think people should get on the on the bandwagon but yeah some some are going to take it on some aren't so we'll see but i'm sure in hong kong we're going to take a couple of those laws on for the season coming up so exciting i think so yeah agreed now craig many of our listeners are teenagers and i didn't start playing rugby until i was 14. i'm sure many of them haven't played before either do you have any tips or reasons why anyone should start playing rugby here in hong kong as a teenager um i yeah, massively. I think it, it installs really good behaviours. With you know, I, I think the the Hong Kong lifestyle and the balance of being active and getting out. I, I, I don't think that balance is right. But that's just me personally being a Kiwi and coming there, and we're we're pretty active all the time. I think Hong Kong's because it's so cramped and it's and it's pretty unique. Um, you should we should be encouraging our kids to get more active at school get out, get off the PlayStations, get off the iPads, get off the laptops and actually get involved. And I think being in a team, whether that's rugby, whether that's football, whether that's netball, whatever that is, I think that installs really good values. Um, and I think as a parent, you know, I push my kids into any kind of sport and, and just make them experience stuff. And I, I think if we can install that as a young age, um, you know, like people are going to carry that on for life. And, and I think that's the interesting thing with this coronavirus. It's shut down the world, but I think I think the positives out of it, people are being more active. People are out because they've got time. They're out walking. They're out taking their dog for a walk. They're out playing sport. They're out running. They're out training, which is great. So it's taken nearly something in the world to shut the world down to get people to understand a little bit about themselves. So if we can install that as for kids and through the school systems or universities or whatever, 
great. And, and I don't care whether that's rugby or what that is. Um, just get out there and do it and you'll find that'll help you whether that's work or whether that's life or that's whatever that happens in your life I think you'll take those values with you so yeah I'm massive um, yeah I'm pretty strong about those points wonderful get out there and go play rugby um, now Craig unlike many rugby players you've remained active after playing you are a fit guy you're into your fitness we'll can you give us your top three fitness tips for our teenage listeners, please? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I love the fitness side of it and the grind side of it. Like as a player, I kind of like to go to dark places and work pretty hard. Um, and, and I've kind of, uh, I've, I've kind of installed that in a bit of my coaching as well. The guys know when I coach them that they have to work hard and, and they've got to uh, work for each other. So for me, I've carried that on since it's probably a bit of release for me since I've stopped playing. Um, but the big thing, you know, like we just touched on it, if, you, if we can get out, whether that's moving, whether that's in the gym, whether that's hiking, whether that's a team sport, I think you just got to get active and especially I touch on that balance and I've got kids here in Hong Kong and, and that homework and, and the pressure they get at school, we've got to get them out doing stuff. So get out and move and enjoy yourself. Um, big thing for me, uh, learn about your body and how it moves and, and what you put in it. Nutrition's massive and I, and I think at school, we could probably smash the nutrition side of it and get kids to understand about the healthy living and what they put in their bodies and what fuels them. So I think over the last few years, I've, I've hammered that nutrition side and I've really enjoyed that. And, you know, I think that's a big part of that. So learn about it um, and just enjoy, get out there and do stuff. So, um, yeah, mate, you can do whatever. And but as long as kids are out there being active and if they learn about what they eat and, and what their body does, I think, yeah, I think that'll help us in the long run. Fantastic. Well, Craig, thank you very much for coming in today and giving us your fitness tips, your rugby rundown and sharing the exciting plans for Hong Kong rugby over the next three to four years. No worries. Appreciate it, mate. I'm Ben Cullen. Have a great weekend, everybody. Join me again next Friday here on Radio 3.